Hello and welcome to Hey Art, What's Good? We're a podcast based in the north of England where we like to go to artsy things and see what's good with them. My name's Rosie. And my name is Alice. And a little thing we like to do to start these things, to kick it off, is kind of check in and see what's good with each other. Nice to reflect. It is. So what is good with you, Alice? Well, what's good with me is, as I mentioned to you, mere seconds before pressing the record button is um a kind of project i'm kind of working on so like on instagram um i just now post uh this film photos like that i've took on film of all my film cameras and stuff and it's quite a nice community on instagram everyone's like dead friendly and it's just cool and someone who i've bought like a couple zines off is um putting together like a big kind of collaboration project because he's got like a bunch of like old expired film and he wants to just send it to people across the world so they can shoot it get it developed send him the scans and then he's going to put together a zine out of it whoa so i'm doing that so it should Yay! be cool that's where i thought that was going yeah oh <laughs> nice so it should be cool i think he sent out all the ones in america now so they should be on the way to to all blighty any day now perfect so it should be cool it's like a big kind of group effort to actually get them to places because that he's sending all the film to people in uh the uk slash europe to this one person who is then gonna send it to all of us so he doesn't have to pay all the individual shipping fees like per roll from america Mm -hmm. so it should be good exciting it's expired film so it's gonna probably be a little bit messy but but i like like expired film it's nice so that's 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 what's good with me and that's a great idea and that sounds like a really cool collaboration yeah it should be good because i mean everyone has different styles and everything so the one kind of um combining yeah. theme of this whole exhibit of the exhibition we'll talk about them so much uh the zine <laughs> is just that's the same film stock used so it'll be different cameras different people different places different subjects all that good stuff i like it when a project's run like an experiment though like science mm. and that like there's like this many variables and this many constants and that's what like makes a strong group project i think because yeah definitely people are allowed to like express themselves and explore but with yeah there's like leeway to like it's like still within a certain framework yeah so can't wait yeah and we can buy it probably or see it well i mean i'll definitely buy it so then if it's available i want to buy it yeah i think it will be because like i mean he sells zines on his website that he's made so perfect probably nice one yeah so i'll i'll let you know when that happens (gasps) i guess i'm excited (laughs) Ooh, nice yeah it should be good uh what's good with you though rosie well mine's not as exciting as that Uh mine's a bit mundane actually get wrecked (laughs) okay (laughs) uh well what's good with me is just simple i live with my boyfriend and i really like it oh that's nice (laughs) i mean a bit more wholesome than mine so i guess you've you've got the one up there cool (laughs) because this is a competition as we've established (laughs) yes and it always has been and always will be yes i'm glad we've got that out yeah yeah perfect (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know just something little sometimes it is the little things it is yeah and that's delightful very delightful jacob's a good boy i think so (laughs) that's also good a bit awkward if i thought he was terrible (laughs) (laughs) oh lovely well do you know what wasn't terrible rosie tell me the serious face there my god it's like you don't know what we're going to talk about <laughs> almost imagine <laughs> if i didn't and i'm like hey rosie <laughs> we did this together um it was to be fair a while ago now 
me and Rosie went to Barcelona. Yeah. Woo. As you would have probably guessed from the title of this uh, episode. So doing another field trip episode. Yeah, field trip number two, I think. Yeah. We'll find out. And I think we only realised like halfway into like the second day after we arrived. Mm-hmm. that we'd never been solo on a broad trip yeah like, like we've, we've gone in groups and that yeah or me and you have just went to like london yeah or something but never abroad so it was nice yeah it was lovely um yeah i went to barcelona i've never been to spain before Rosie I has had extensively my yes. granddad lives there so been to a lot of cities in southern spain Ooh. we learned tiny 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 bits of spanish you were very very good <laughs> that was very very bad <laughs> I'm trying to think what small is. Poco. That's small in Spanish. Wow. <laughs> I'm so impressive, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak any language. Um, Not even was... English. Ha ha. <laughs> no, you speak English. Perfectly well, Rosie. Thank you. <laughs> I don't at the minute because, as I'm sure you've guessed, I'm still ill. Gross. But, but it hasn't through. been a week, don't worry. Oh, no, really. It's been like... <laughs> 10 minutes if that since the last yeah. time so she doesn't it. actually deserve that much of your sympathy i would appreciate though okay, if, if it's if there's sympathy going i'll i'll take it <laughs> pity alice please please pity me like there's a place um <laughs> so, durham. yep there's a place in county durham <laughs> called pity me which i'd always see on google maps when we drove down to leeds again for university starting and back do you up always laugh I always laugh. Because I always laugh. You have to because it's a place called Pity Me. Imagine living in Pity Me. So I would pity you. Yeah. (laughs) So I pity anyone who didn't. (laughs) The cycle is vicious and continues. But to get back to the arty talk, we just wanted to have a little chat about our time in Barcelona because we went to go see art because that's kind of who we are as people at this point. So we thought, why not get an episode out of it? Hell yeah. So here we are. And I feel like Barcelona is a great city and, you know, Brits love going to Spain. We do. So if you ever find yourself in Barcelona, you can check out, well, these places. (laughs) I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about and in what order. Yes. Well, we'll we'll, we'll start with the the more overtly art thing, I'll say. The MACBA, the Museum of Contemporary Art. But obviously that doesn't work out with the acronym because the acronym is obviously in Spanish. And it's Museo de Art Contemporanei de Barcelona. And I said that in the most Geordie accent possible. <laughs> but I've got this cold and I can't bother to do accents. So Just trust that she's got Geordie quite a is. good Spanish accent. I've definitely got a good Dutch accent. Let me Dutch teacher com- and a random Dutch man uh, complimented us on my Dutch accent when I speak Dutch. Nice. So I'll assume I'm good at every foreign accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're good at Spanish. Oh my God, thank you. Although my claim to fame is when we were in the duty free and I was buying two things of Spanish brandy, mm-hmm. I said like hola very convincingly, convincingly oh. enough that the man at the counter started speaking to me in spanish nice. and then i said i'm really sorry yeah. and he was like oh wow like <laughs> that like, was this really is my good. fault i'm so sorry i set this up to fail yeah. immediately <laughs> i'm sorry i lied to you because <laughs> as well for context this duty free was full of just english people because it was just the people who are flying back to england in this whole kind of like airport terminal wing yeah. situation so i was proud of that i'm proud of that too well done thank you <laughs> But the Contemporary Museum of Art or the Museum of Contemporary Art in Barcelona, whatever the English... I didn't write down the English one on this. I just wrote down the Spanish one because oh, I'm yeah. the worst. Um, but it was cool. It's massive. My God. And like when you walk up to it, it's like, yeah, that looks like a contemporary art gallery. Oh, yeah. We had to split up because we were going we at did. different paces and we were interested in different things. Yeah. And I spent ages there. Yeah. Like... 
Alice had to escape to a bar. I did. Have some tapas. I do love art, but you can get arted out. Yes. Also, we were soaking wet this entire day because it would not stop raining. Yeah. And like the idiots we are thought, it's going to be sunny all the time, stop bringing umbrellas. Yeah. And then I refused to buy an umbrella or any kind of protection because no i have that it's your bed now lay in it yeah exactly like i'm british <laughs> i can the end. deal with this it's just a bit of water <laughs> it was warm water to be fair it was like yeah. a, a warm rainy day yes but a very long day at that yes um so there was two main exhibitions on at the macba and we missed one by like two weeks that looked really cool yeah but that's fine because we saw some other really really cool ones like the main one which took place over the an entire floor and let me tell you, these floors were massive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called uh, a short century Macbeth collection, and it's it's exactly that. It's uh, a selection of like themed rooms going through different decades of the past ninety years, and they're all from the like the museums or the galleries, whatever their own collection. So it's kind of like the Middlesbrough collection, the Mima, but a lot more of it because they've got so much stuff. It's crazy, yeah. and I love the way it was curated because it was like each room because it was kind of split into rooms and each room was like a couple of decades yeah. so i like that it was like chronological like decades movements. and yeah and it was yeah and it was split up kind of in the rooms by like movements and oh fab it was awesome so we're not gonna like talk about every single room and every single movement because i did write all this down more for my memory because as i say it's been weeks since we went and we're already just getting around to doing this <laughs> <Yeah>. now um <laughs> so i was kind of want to talk about some of some more fave bits because that's generally how we do things on this highlights, podcast so yeah. let's talk about what highlights um and i mean one of my favorite things was the second room so the second room was um pretty much all about uh kind of media and propaganda during the spanish civil war and it was awesome mainly so because they had so it's like a really weird shaped room and it wasn't that big and it was quite busy also this whole museum was busy also it cost money just to think to throw out there because we're in like not a capital city but like you know but it's one of those things be grateful that in the uk you don't have to pay money oh my God, I know. to go to basically any of the major institutions it was still cool though rosie got a student discount which was i think a hey. euro off yeah but <laughs> every penny counts i guess um but in this kind of weird shaped room there was like a two like 90 degree corners of just so much like propaganda posters it, it was like a wallpaper made up of the designs of propaganda posters and they had some actual like legit old posters framed which was so cool because it was like proper like almost soviet looking like you know like all yeah. the um like war posters from like world war one and two from like soviet russia and just the general soviet states um like that sort of stuff like quite stylized the yeah. typography was like very specific uh, that's why well we like both love propaganda and part of it is that it's so you can tell like the period it's from and things like that from like its yeah. symbols and it's stuff like, like that and like, like that yeah so that's a really generally good, tell yeah. the decade from how it looks and yes. that's cool as hell and what's really interesting is each country has such different styles of propaganda in a way i think you can pick yeah. up different things because each like each population like like will think a different way or react to different things different ways and ultimately maybe the propaganda was trying to convince people of different things as well so yeah it's like fascinating to see propaganda from other countries yeah but then yeah oh yeah love propaganda it's just good choice i say it's nice i mean it's interesting because i mean some places like i think 
I think Spain might have. I know, there was like a film playing and I got a picture of the screen, but not on the title thing. So I can't remember what the film was or what it was about. Something to do with the Spanish Civil War and set in Spain. Um, but I'm pretty sure I saw on like the opening credits, whatever Spanish is, for like Ministry of Information or Ministry of Propaganda or something. Because like a lot of countries just had that. Yeah. Like uh, Germany had a Ministry of Propaganda. Like the UK were late to the game in World War II. It was like 1941 yeah. we got our Ministry of Information was essentially the same thing. But it's just cool. Just interesting. Yeah. And like, yeah. Well, we we could do a whole episode about propaganda sometime and maybe we should do that. And maybe we should go to Beamish. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did love that room. Mainly just for the posters. There were some other bits and bobs in there. But for the life of us, I can't remember. So I mustn't have cared that much at the time. <laughs> but it was that room. And then the room next door to it was kind of a continuation. But it was like not just propaganda, but very much kind of post-war. So it was like after World War One, after mm. World War Two, And kind of how art, like specifically generally in Barcelona and like the Catalonia region of Spain. And that's cool, like, because I don't know anything about Spain, really. So it was just nice, nice seeing all that kind of stuff. Getting, yeah. getting learned. Yeah, art's a, like, great way to learn about history of different countries, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. And, and, like, not just history, like, obviously dependent on the exhibition. Like, yeah. the contemporary kind of struggles. Case in point, an uh, episode we did a few weeks ago um, with Laura Sillers at the MEMA, like, talking about the, the Greenland documentary thing. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know anything about Greenland. I know that little thing, but other things I don't know, but it's like... Yeah. Art, art helped me learn that time yeah. so it helped me learn this time also and I love like <laughs> well that's it I, I think like I just like learning but I'm not I'm not really gonna sit down and like read a book about something or I'll like watch a documentary or listen to a podcast but I'm not gonna like actively follow up my interests that way but like yeah. through art I can be exposed to a whole host of things that I, I'm interested in and can take it like bite-sized steps and Hell like yeah, dude. help me like learn the way I like learning. <laughs> it's um, a it's a good way. It's a good yeah, way to do it. Love learning. Um, but like this this next room with all the like post uh, post war uh, stuff was one massive. Like again, this museum, this building is huge. Yeah, it's crazy. I guess like Tate modern sized. Yeah, like similar scale. Yeah, but I think it was a. I don't know if it was built to be a gallery. It looks like, looks like it. It looks custom made. Yeah. Um, but super duper cool. And they also had like another whole building. Did they? Yep. And it had like a thing of zines in. What? Yep. Where? Oh man, that's what I get for leaving early. <laughs> I very much got arted out. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't really go in that room because I was also arted out. Yeah. But. Well, there we go. We can both like kind of cover the whole thing together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like i just love this because i love like kind of historical aspects i love history and like i guess in a sense this is the history of art but when you think of the term history of art you think like old ass boring like jesus like, the dutch masters and like jesus and all that kind of stuff <laughs> the famous artist yeah jesus <laughs> like you know the one <laughs> <laughs> we do have a fun segue to talk about actually after this of just lots and lots of jesus's was in a different museum i saw so we'll we'll touch yeah, so on that in remember a jesus yeah okay. we'll come back to <laughs> him remember one thing from this podcast so far let Je- it be jesus <laughs> <laughs> wow yep that's like getting that on a t-shirt oh my god yeah sure perfect <laughs> hey, oh, what's good <laughs> if you remember one thing remember jesus <laughs> remember jesus neither of us are especially religious so. at all <laughs> amazing but whatever yeah man <laughs> <laughs> um but 
like one thing I loved uh, about this whole like series of like rooms and exhibitions and stuff is how just how it was all laid out. Like there was just so much stuff, but a lot of it was like really kind of easy to navigate, and some of them were like quite interesting installations. Like yeah. so, there was this one uh, a few rooms after that, which was kind of more to do with contemporary kind of issues and stuff. Um, it was like a t- it wasn't a maze but it was like a kind of little alleyway in a corner it was probably about what like nine ten foot tall um just made up of like little shoe box looking things yeah. and each box on the front had a picture i think they were like of a swiss index person card holders index card holders like the little boxes yes. with the drawers that you pull out yes those ones um but it was like i guess super duper like fragile because it was like please only like one person at a time go in because it's very much a dead end so when you go in you have to come back out and there's no room whatsoever to walk past another person and it's really dark in there and it's yeah Yeah. like it towers over you and you've got all these kind of like passport sized photographs of people yes and like one on each box and it's really like claustrophobic and yeah and then in that the the room that's in as well is really spooky because it's um Oh, yeah. It looks it's like it's lit. very dark and it's obviously there will be photos on Instagram yeah. so you can check it out. But it looks like a a room with curtains on the outside and then like life-size statues of men. But they're, they're actually slightly small and life-size. But that's it. They're so like it's creepy. It's like uncanny because they're like like proportionate to um a grown man. But they're small, like too small. And yeah. Then, they're all grey and they all kind of have the same face. And then you, re- like, I was wandering around and then realised the room, which I thought was had curtains all around it, wasn't even, like, there were no curtains. It was all a painting. And, like, it was all really trippy. It yeah. was very, like, Twin Peaks. Yeah, well, that piece is by Juan Munoz and it's called The Nature of Visual Illusion. And the kind of whole point of that is to kind of evoke a sense of apparently unresolved theatricality and illusionism, an unknown and therefore strange or perplexing narrative. And it's like nothing is what it seems. Mm -hmm. Like all these like faces like are smiling, but they're not really looking at each other. They're almost human size, but they're not quite. They look. I genuinely thought they were surrounded by curtains, but it was just paintings on a wall. Really, truly thought everything until I got close to them. Yeah, super cool though. Everything grey. Super cool. So yeah, there was just like so many, but then there were so many good examples of, you know, that's a full installation. Then there were sculptures, there was wall-based work, audiovisual pieces throughout all of art history from, yeah, yeah. like we said, from, well, yeah, like the 20s. Yeah, because it, it doesn't quite cover a full century. That's why the exhibition is yeah. called Short Century. It's the past 90 years. So Almost. Yeah. Close enough. It's not the 20s. Yeah. Oh, actually, I know why the start this the start specifically in 1929. Because, like, a lot of shit just happened in 1929. Like, across the world, I wrote it down because I was like, oh, dang. Remember I was saying, was it this? It was the last episode we did last week. How I said, a lot of stuff happened in 1995. Yeah. A lot of stuff also happened in 1929. Cool. Good to so, know. Um, one of the things, a lot of them are kind of, like, European-based or Spanish-based. So there was a really cool thing that I wish we went to go see, but we didn't know about it until we went to this museum called the German Pavilion. And it was, like, a kind of Bauhaus-y, um, like, bit of architecture uh, designed and installed in Barcelona. And it's still there. It's just really cool. It's like a bit of Bauhaus in the middle of Spain. Um, so that was constructed there for the uh, International Exposition which was a thing that happened in 1929. 
uh, a group of Catalan architects and technicians for the progress of contemporary architecture was founded, Ooh. which, you know, Catalan based. That's a, yeah. it's quite a big emphasis in this gallery. It's like, cause it's like quite very specific kind yeah. of history and kind of art style and all that kind of stuff. Andre Breton, I recognize the name and he did some surrealism cause he wrote his second surrealist manifesto in oh. 1929. Uh, the museum of Monart opened in New York and Virginia Woolf wrote a room of one's own. That is a pretty full so it's quite art, a yeah. quite a good year for the advancement of kind of art and design yeah. across the world. Like getting ready for the thirties. Yeah, so just cool, interesting, nice one. Nineteen twenty nine history in it. <laughs> Love history, <laughs> and for like a contemporary art gallery to do this because it's like well that is all in a sense contemporary, like in the grand scheme of art. Yeah, that's all pretty recent, but like to see like directly why the art that's being made now is being made like what yeah. is it like it's all coming from somewhere so you gotta like look back and think what was all that about and it's then it's good it's like because we it, yeah. went like last year went to see the Rashid Arain a retrospective at the Baltic so yeah. it's kind of like that's like a retrospective but on like Spanish and Catalonian specifically kind of stuff yeah and there were some like um just as part of their collection they did have some like international stuff yeah but then it was very much like intertwined with very spanish very catalonian that like stuff so it's yeah. like looking at what else important is going on in the world and then what artists here were doing that's really cool i think it's that's pretty really cool um but yeah i mean that's there's so much there's literally so much to talk about for this one specific exhibition we're not gonna be able to do it justice we shan't so there was a fun fact though i was looking on the the macba website and the director of the macba and i can't remember her name but she's an english lady oh. um it's an audio file you can play on the website and she's just basically giving a tour around this exhibition so it's in english if you want to listen to it and if you care enough Nice. So it definitely goes into a lot more detail than we do here because we don't actually know that much. We just liked it. Oh, well, there you are. And well, you never know. It could be useful to someone if you're studying art and need a resource. Or, yeah. Or if yeah. you're listening to this and you're based in Barcelona and you do art things because it's part of the MacBook collection. So you can like get permission and ask, like, go look at stuff or some kind of research or whatever. Whoa. So heck yeah. But do you nice want to Yeah. Do you have a little quick chat about the other exhibition? Yes. I'll try and keep it brief because it was cool and equally as big in it like it was it, it took up a whole other floor which was the same size floor yeah. but oh and my. i'll just try and like trim it down to my absolute favorite bits because nice. alice wasn't as much of a fan of this as i was it was like all right but i love it <laughs> i love it so much it was uh unlike the other one which was like a collection this was like a one a one dude show. A one man show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was Christian McClay, Marclay. Yeah. And it was called Compositions. And it was all about exploring music without sound. And oh like and then using like visual resources to create music. And it was so abstract. And it yeah. was <laughs> so cool. What a cool concept. And there was all sorts of things so there was a massive kind of curved wall which you could go and like and it was um the bars of music and then there was chalk so people could go up and like draw it yeah. and then it, it was this massive like collaboration of all the people from the like who'd been to the gallery who could like um yeah like i did a little matchstick because i yeah. always do matchsticks wherever i go now um and then so there's all sorts of things like that there was uh, i realized a lot of like comic book 
like yeah, they, you know, they always like have that. kapow and yeah like because i think that room and i recall was all about onomatopoeia how yes. that comes across in visual terms yes. as easily as it Pop comes across and, yeah yeah oh, fabulous like it was super interesting yeah or there was even like music and then like it was in a frame but behind warped glass so oh, the yeah. idea is like how can you read this sound and make something out of it like if you were a musician how would you play it but the two bits I liked the best were at either end. So when you went on these floors, there was like a corridor that ran the length and then lots of little doors you can go in. And by little doors, I mean huge doors because it was a <laughs> massive gallery. And at either end, there was a video piece and it was an amazing way to like start and end the exhibition, I think, because I started it at one end and it was the first room I went in and I've never seen anything like this and it's changed me. It's one of the best audiovisual pieces I've ever seen. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll put information online uh-huh. so you can check it out on Instagram and then I'll tell Alice what to put on Twitter because you have to see this. It was four screens and on each screen there was it was basically like a collage of various different like hollywood films or like even like international films and it was everything from like all black and white stuff to like um you know like really modern stuff like think everything from chitty chitty bang bang <laughs> to west side story to like i'm sure there might have been like a michael bay explosion in there nice but on each of these screens they would it was just sound so it wasn't any dialogue but it would be like people in films playing instruments or making yeah sounds of like kind of like pops or clicks or screams or like sobs or all sorts of like different sounds Mm -hmm. kind of put together like a quartet Ooh, and then, but then weird. there was you know like things like imagine like the sound of like a car crash in a film and then there'd be like four different films of di- showing that sound but differently and it would all come together oh. and it was like i'm sure it was the title was something like that like a quartet like of media i don't know it was it was just so amazing i like Ooh. i sat and watched it twice and it was nice. long it was good yeah because it was music but it wasn't so it's that whole thing of like it was but like Ooh. how like what it wasn't I'd like <laughs> you can argue for both sides and uh-huh. I want to um <laughs> but I can't uh, yeah and like I don't want to go too much into it but I'd like I, oh, I wish all of you could see it because it's <laughs> so good and then other end of the corridor was so you kind of go through more of these like just classic kind of wall-based and visual stuff and there's like massive paintings and posters and sketches and drawings and lots of different things then you go through to the very last room and there's like just a little door and this was a little door oh not lying this time yeah so you kind of go you're in this big room and there's a corridor at the end and you go down there there's a door and it's this entire immersive space it's a big room and all four walls which are like at least double heighted ceilings like pretty big like baltic size room yeah all a video like all of them like are screens and they're showing like patterns of like it's completely silent Mm -hmm. but they're showing the sounds of like kind of taken from comic books so imagine like if you cut out the like the kapow and the Mm -hmm. drip and the 
I don't know, wham, shazine, or like they have, sure. they make up words for That's whatever true. it needs, like the <laughs> like I don't know if a, oh yeah yeah, they, they just make up random noises really, yeah, like they make up their own onomatopoeia for whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure I've seen like sounds for like <laughs> shaving and things, you know, and they're so little. And for anyone that reads comics, you kind of don't read them; you just see them yeah, and hear them. Kind of, yeah, you're automatically like, right, know what that is. Yeah, like your brain does that translation for you. And I have friends who can't read comics, and I never understood Ooh. what they meant by that. And I think it's because they have to really concentrate on the image. Yeah. Whereas I can just see it. Yeah. And yeah. like read it fast in the same way. Loads of people can read traditional books really fast. So, yeah, like cool. the way you read sound is a thing. And it's, I'll try my best to put videos on because I think I took a couple, um, put them on Instagram for you. But it was unreal. Like you just went in and I instantly sat down and it was <laughs> all over the place. And it would just, it almost like, it was very fluid. And it was like this collage of words sweeping over you yeah kind of like like perfectly like flawlessly like flowed around all four walls didn't yeah it? and just very nicely timed yeah and then it would be like it would kind of mimic the word that it was using so the drip would drip and drip, yeah, yeah. And drip but it would be sometimes it would be the exact same like collage digital image yeah repeated and then sometimes it would be like very like visually different so yeah. maybe taken from different sources or just if they were original drawings then just drawn differently yeah but yeah a lot of variety and it was really colorful but then because it was silent it made more of an impact almost i don't yeah. know not again not seen anything like it want to see more <laughs> wish i could go back top notch top if you notch. get the chance please or just google the artist if you think this is like something you'd be interested in yeah because i think yeah. it's like he's not spanish i think he's he's either australian or english or something so he'll probably be about somewhere else yeah and uh, I've, I've actually seen like loads of exhibitions trying to like explore sound through visuals and this is the most successful one i've seen yeah so i nice. mean yeah again i just was not in the i'd been thoroughly arted out so yeah. i think if i went to go see it again i might appreciate it more or i might not but that's okay because you yeah. can do that with art doesn't matter we do have to wrap this one up though because one it's taken on but two we have a train to catch in 10 minutes as of right this second oh right now oh my god so we usually end by saying something that we're looking forward to do you know what i'm looking forward to catching what? this train me too uh well i'm looking forward to having a sister trip with my sister because we do that a lot and i love how very much like speeding <laughs> <Yeah>. us up <laughs> but me and amy like to hang out we're pretty cool and we like to see art things so we're gonna do that at some point hopefully edinburgh i'm but gonna we'll go see. to the theater with my dad Ooh. and i think it's for his birthday we're gonna go and see the chivy at the stag and the black black oil which i've never seen before but apparently it's like my dad saw it when he was like my age oh and he loves it so that seems fitting Here lovely delightful both good things things to look forward to wow we've never done this before i know god I love, we're talking so fast holy <laughs> shit um you can reach us on my socials we're at, at hey art what's good you'll see all this information about the exhibition on our website heyartwhatsgood.com or you can send me an email if you want to get in touch heyartwhatsgood at gmail.com boss owners good we had a good time thanks for listening bye <laughs>